Hey all, my name is Brian Baird. Welcome to my program called Truth is Truth. The program is a faith-based podcast. I will be discussing biblical truth, biblical faith, biblical faith in politics, and many of my life experiences relating to both, and hopefully experiences of others who are willing to be involved. This will be an evolving life application program that people will be able to apply to their lives every day as it pertains to them. Please join me as we learn the truth together. Thank you, and God bless. Hi all, Brian Baird here, the host of Truth is Truth, along with Pastor Brett Baird of Morning Star Church again. Uh, we're coming right off of our uh, COVID-19 session that we had, and we're going into uh, Season 1, Episode 3, and I've asked Pastor to stay along and as we talk about there is only one God. Uh, we came off of the series, Who is God?, establishing who God is, the characteristics and the mannerisms of God. Uh, and now we're going right into that in that God, there is only one God, and we want to go over that. So first off, we have to establish the fact of who God is, and previously we did that with who God is, and now we're establishing the fact that there is only one of those gods uh, that we're talking about there. And when I say gods, I put little g's on that uh, because there is only one uh, one only true living God. So let's get right into this. And first off, I want to read some scriptures, and then uh, I'll ask Pastor to join in with me here. First Timothy 2, five. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Isaiah 44.6 Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. 1 Corinthians 8.6 But to us there is but one God, the Father of whom are all things, and we in him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by him. Corinthians 8.4, As concerning, therefore, the eating of those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, and that there is none other God but one. Those, uh, for me, establish God's infallible word, uh, that there is only one God, and that one God is in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But they are all one God. The God of creation is the only God. Let me be clear. If you are worshiping anything besides the one and only true living God of the Scriptures, who wrote the Scriptures, you are worshiping an idol, a non-living idol, not a God. It doesn't matter what or who you name it or call it, it is not the living God and cannot help you. I've heard people call gods by many, many names, but they are not the God of all creation, and they cannot redeem you from the sin that we live in and have since the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. So with that said, and I want to bring in Pastor uh, to talk about God is Yahweh. I'm throwing that at him. Uh, he's more of a scholar in the Greek and Hebrew than I am. I'll guarantee you all I do is read God's Word and try to understand it the best I can. But I want to say that there's at least a couple verses that exclusively go toward God is Yahweh. And I wanted uh, Pastor to kind of tell us uh, what that difference is in, in who Yahweh is and what it claims. That's just a small subject, isn't it? <laughs> For a very big guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and first of all, I, of course, scriptures is what I believe because uh, the point you made, uh, God wrote the scriptures. Man did not write scriptures. Uh, he wrote them, but God authored them. And so what he says about himself in the scriptures uh, is truth. And the whole concept of this program, of course, is truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. And oh, one, one quick point about truth is truth. 
a few years ago, I saw a bumper sticker, and I understand what the person was trying to say, and they had good motives, but the bumper sticker said, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. That is not true. Uh, it should have read, God said it, that settles it, I believe it, because if God said it, that's it. Absolutely. There's, there's no interjection of human man in that at all. No, not at all. But the two verses that... Uh, that I like to look at, and there are several, of course, where where the name of God is named. The first is in Isaiah chapter 42 and verse number 8, and I love what God says concerning his name and concerning himself. He says in verse 8 of Isaiah 42, he says, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. Uh, and, of course, his name is Yahweh. Uh, interestingly enough, though, the, uh, the Hebrews did not pronounce that name out of reverence for God. They used uh, the word Adonai and only the vowel points of Adonai when mentioning him. But that was the cl- clue that told you they're talking about Yahweh, which is his name, which means uh, the self-existing one or the existing one. And uh, he says here that that is his name exclusively. He says, I am the only one who is Yahweh. And uh, he says right here, and I share my glory with no one. You know, no other God, small g, uh, can claim that. No other God can claim to be a, a self-existing uh, and, and so on. And then I think to cement that, in using the, the name Yahweh, um, is in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse number 4, and people have misunderstood this verse and, and, and what it is saying. Uh, in Deuteronomy 6, 4, it is declared, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And, of course, many people take that and say, Well, see, Israel doesn't believe in a triune God, and that's not saying that at all. I mean, my goodness, read Isaiah chapter 9, uh, and uh, calling Christ the Messiah, God, and speaking of God's Spirit as God. Uh, they did believe in a triune God. But what it says here, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. The, the, the name Yahweh is used twice in this, and What's interesting, in the Hebrew, if you look at it, the word one is the last word in that statement. And inherent in the word uh, one, echad, uh, is the fact that it means only. It's not just the cardinal number one, it means only. And so, basically, literally what this is saying is the Lord our God, the Lord only. Yahweh only, the self-existing one only. And that's what God has to say about himself. That is his name. And we have to understand that whether it's Hebrew or in Greek, we have so watered down certain terms and, and, and certain words. The word name to us is just identification. You know, you're Brian, you're identified as Brian, I'm Brett, I'm identified as, as Brett. But the word name includes not just identification, but it is all the characteristics of that person. And 
Yahweh, the self-existing one, uh, contains all of his characteristics. I'd mentioned to you earlier that, you know, there are those that will hear that and say, well, that's what, that's what your Bible says. You know, I don't, I don't believe that Bible and so on. You know, um, of course, it doesn't matter. Truth is truth. Whether, whether you, you want believe, to believe it or, or not. not. <laughs> but, um, so you can, you can begin getting people to think about this uh, from a philosophical point of view. I'm not a, a philosopher. I don't like philosophy. But at least you ought to be able to, uh, to maybe get them thinking by philosophical means, and that is this. All other gods that have ever been uh, held in respect and esteem by anyone, all other gods have human characteristics. It's just that they are better than we are, you know. Um, but they have human characteristics, and uh, none of them claim, by the way, to be infallible. They have human characteristics only better than our human characteristics. Uh, man can conceive of that. You know, we, we conceive of, uh, uh, would conceive of a God that has our fallibility simply because it makes us feel better, I suppose. But a finite, a finite mind, the mind of man, could never have conceived uh, Yahweh, the self-existing one. We never could have conceived a an infinite, eternal being because we have no frame of reference at all. Uh, so all of these other gods, it's easy to see that they have been conceived by man because of their uh, human characteristics. God has no human characteristics. He is infinite. He is eternal. He is self-existing. And, you know, even speaking to Moses, and I'm sure Moses didn't understand at all when, you know, he was sending Moses down to, uh, to Pharaoh to free the children of Israel, you know, Moses said, who do I tell him sent me? You know, because he didn't know his name. And God says to him, I am that I am, which is simply saying, I exist that I exist, all on my own, you know. Uh, and uh, no, no other God, small g, could ever claim that and God said I'll share my glory with no one. Absolutely not. So and and and, and does not need to. And no, that's what we doesn't. need to understand. God has no need. Uh, and and I'm just going to make it perfectly clear God has no need for us. No. We have need for God and sometimes we consider ourselves more important than we really are. Uh, you know the the word says that that if we did not speak of who uh, God was that the stones of the earth would speak of those things. We're not going to stop God from speaking of himself or showing himself to to this world. Uh, all we're going to do is if we can be an aid at all in helping other people to understand that, that's our job. Yeah. Um, but God doesn't need us to do that. Uh, and, and we talk about you know God being the all-existing, and, and we don't understand that because of our finite minds. And we talked about that before in one of the episodes before, that we don't even understand heaven, let alone the God that created that heaven and that lives in that heaven. So we can't fathom those things as a people. We want to, we want to have something we can see, feel, hear, and touch. Um, and that's just not going to happen uh, with God. Now there's everything that God created that we can, uh, 
Uh, and we know that comes from God. So if you want to look at it that way, maybe we can relay that to you a little bit better than that. But um, before we go too much further, I want uh, to tell Pastor, and I think he's noticed my my verse on our, my uh, podcast cover uh, of the three crosses is Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. Uh, and that's been a life verse of mine for a long, long time. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. God settles right there who he is in the three persons of Christ. You know, people say you can't have God and have Jesus too. That's not true. God can do anything he wants to do, people. Yeah. And we need to understand that. And there again, we'll go back to my, my saying, truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. That's who our God is. And it's easier for me to just accept that and to love him and to worship him than it is to fight it. And maybe for some people it's not that easy, but for me it's pretty easy. Um, when it comes to that, I'm not much of a fighter. I just no. kind of do what I'm told to do. Uh, same way with my wife, by the way, if anybody's listening that cares. Uh, I do want to go on with that right as we go. Revelation 1.8 says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, uh, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Um, that sums it up pretty well, too, if you want to look at that. Uh, the first words of, of Jesus to John uh, personally identify him with the I am of Scripture. Uh, for life calls himself, or for he calls himself, or life calls himself, the Alpha and Omega. These are the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet. And again, I'm not a scholar. I'm just, I just know this for a fact. Um, the title signifies in the language of communication the completeness of which God uh, revealed himself to mankind through Christ. Uh, this is nothing, nothing less than an official affirmation by Jesus of his personal deity. Uh, no ordinary human would ever save himself. I am the first and the last. Um, so you have to establish who Christ is in that too, uh, because Christ is definitely um, the part of God that, that we look to as, as our salvation because he was the only one that could. But understanding that, that this God, that there is only one God of, and there's still only one God, that Jesus Christ was manifest in the flesh of God. That's who God is. He was 100% man and 100% God. And that had to be for our salvation of our sin. It couldn't be done any other way. There was no man that could do what Christ did for us. So when you look at it that way, it makes it a little easier to look at God and who he is, not only in the God of Almighty God and Creator, but also the Redeemer of us that he loves and he cares about. Because God is love. And and I know we say that a lot. We hear that a lot. There's a lot more to God uh, than just love. But God is love, and he cares about his creation and he tries to protect his creation, and he wants to have a relationship with his creation. That's why he created us. Uh, we are, we do have a purpose on this earth, uh, and that is to worship God and to glorify God, and that's what we're here to do. But the Almighty indicates the power of the Godhead, and I wanted people to understand that too. Jesus is equal um, in in every way, shape, and form. He's equal as well as the Holy Spirit. That spirit that we have within us is Christ, any way you look at it. And I don't understand how someone can have Christ in them and live in the world like we do sometimes. Mm. Uh, what a conflict there must be going on between the spirit and the, the body when that happens in a person. But uh, there's just so many things there uh, that Jesus speaks of being the Alpha and the Omega that we have to put in with that, with that word too. Um, Yahweh 
Yahweh, as you say it. See, I can't even say it properly. Um, Michael Delp, if you're listening, listening, I apologize. I'll let Brett handle that from now on. Um, and I hope, Michael, you are listening because I know you'll understand a lot of this that, that Pastor's talking about. And a good friend of mine, uh, also the director of the Animal Control while I'm at it, for the people out there, he handles the Johnson County Animal Control. They do a fantastic job out there. I love those people out there. Uh, great people do a good service for this uh, community. But anyway, with that said, Pastor, uh, what else you want to say there in that? Well, you you had mentioned, and, and that's, um, I think why, I think people have a hard time conceiving. They, they, they try to separate. They Somehow they think that when, when Jesus Christ came to this earth, uh, that he laid aside his deity. God cannot do that. He will not do that. Uh, his characteristics not capable of doing that, no, and we need to understand that. He's always God, always has been, never shall be. He's the self-existing one. But he did lay aside his glory, of course, but he took on the robe of humanity. Why? Why did he have to do that? Because God wasn't responsible to himself for our sins. Man was responsible. Man had to pay for those sins. There was not a man found, so God says, hey, I'll do this myself. And he took on the robe of flesh, became 100% man, 100% God. And as you read in Peter there, uh, he represents man before God, before himself, uh, as man. He is still uh, the representative of man, and that is the role of the uh, the second person of the of the Godhead, and of course the Holy Spirit. His role is to give us new life in Christ by indwelling us. Um, and praise God for that. We need it amen. badly. <laughs> and and here's the other thing: <clears throat> if anybody is out there trusting in any other god, whether it would be the gods you know that are named, I don't care if it's Zoroaster or any of the others, uh, or trusting in anything on this earth for their justification before God. Because whether you want to believe it or not, we are all accountable before God. Truth is truth. doesn't matter if you believe it or not. Um, but if you are trusting in anything else, think about this for a moment. How could those things or those gods you conceive give you eternal life if they themselves are not eternal. Only the eternal self-existing one can give us that eternal life that belongs to him. And that is our only hope. And, and let's understand that that hope doesn't change mm-hmm. uh, because God can't change. And we've discussed this in previous uh, episodes too, is that God is, is infinite. There is no beginning and end to God. And, and that's hard for us to understand but what we need to, to truly understand from that it is God is going to be here. He's going to be in control long after our history, and he was long before our history. Our history is just a very small speck of portion of time in, what, in who God is, and, and we need to understand that. It's hard for us to fathom something that large and that big and that spectacular and that almighty. I get that. Uh, none of us want to feel like we're inferior to that magnitude because human nature says we don't want to be that way. 
that's why we look to other things to be our gods, to whether it be money, whether it be idols of entertainment, celebrities, whether it be government, whatever that is, we're looking for something that we think we can control and manipulate because that's where we want to be. We don't want to be, we don't want to feel like we're nothing. Uh, and, and, and that's okay. We are nothing. Uh, but not when it comes to God, No. Well, when it comes to God, we are everything. And that's what we need to understand in who God is in that attitude and that characteristic of God. We, he created us for him, for his pleasure, for his glory. And we need to understand that. And, we need to please him because that's why we were created. If we could just wrap our heads around that a little bit more and quit fighting the fact that we're, we're minuscule in this whole scheme of things. Um, you know, God created angels um, uh, before us. Uh, why did he create angels uh, for the same purpose? Uh, just in a little different uh, form than we are that even the angels don't, don't understand who we are because of God's infinite wisdom and love and creation. So just understand where we are in life and where God is. And I think it makes it a little bit easier for us to really look, even though we don't and we'll never understand. Again, I don't understand heaven, let alone God. Uh, Never understand him in full. One day we will see. Uh, But I don't know that we'll ever totally understand God uh, in that kind of power uh, and the awesome God that he is. So, just again, as we talked about it, COVID-19, just step back for a minute, uh, just relax, meditate in it, and uh, try to understand in life who you are, where you are, and, and what you need to be doing, and, and then kind of go from there. Uh, but also understanding, again, that the truth is the truth, and God is the truth. Uh, he is the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, <laughs> and the only truth. So, Keep that in mind as we kind of move forward here and we kind of finish up in this discussion. Exodus 3, uh, 14 says, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. That's again, that's that infinite mind of God and who he is in power. And in Isaiah 41, 4, Who hath wrought and done it, calling the generations from the beginning, I the Lord the first and with the last, I am he. Amen. How can you argue with those scriptures? I don't care who you are. Those, for me, I'm no scholar, like I said. Uh, I'm not educated in any more fashion than anybody else. But those are real simple verses for me to understand. I don't know why you need to look anywhere else other than that. That first and the last pretty well answers the existence of God before us and after us, because God will always be here whether we're here on this earth or not. So with those things considered, Again, step back, relax. Um, I know I'm enjoying these podcasts and bringing people the truth. And uh, I will say this, it's a lot more fun to have somebody in here in the studio with me (laughs) so I can at least see somebody instead of being on my own. So I kind of enjoy this and hope to do this a little bit more. Um, And I wanted to get uh, uh, my brother involved in it uh, since he is my pastor too. Um, But there's so many more verses that we could have listed and we could have went into that I know of at least 17 books in the Bible that directly talk about the specifically uh, that specifically relate to the name of uh, uh, Yahweh in in His form. Uh, so we we need to know that there's plenty there that we can look at. Um, but my point is, and what we keep going back to, that there is only one God, and it's very clear. Uh, it's clear in creation if you'll just look. 
uh, and open your eyes to it, uh, Pastor. And for your closing thoughts here, uh, I just I've been sitting here and thinking about this that that one of the problems that we have, and I'm going to say with the air quotes in Christianity today is many times what we try to do in our lives, and that's why uh, doubts and all those things come into our mind, is we try to bring God down to us uh, when what we need to strive to do is rise up to him, trusting him more, seeking him more, resting in him more. Uh, When we try to make him like all these other gods, and we try to bring him down to our level because we simply don't like it that we don't understand everything about him. You know, that's pride of man. By the way, pride's mentioned 42 times in one form or another in the Bible, and not one of them is good. Um, but don't try to bring him down to us. Let's try to rise up to him. And life could be a lot better that way. And in that, he'll give us understanding. Amen. And, and, and then we can understand Everybody can understand, as I hope Pastor and I understand, who God is, uh, and in the truth and who God is, that there is only one God, and there only, there only ever will be one God, people. It's not going to change. God doesn't change, and that's not going to change with it. Uh, but I, I do want to say this, and, and I've said this before, but I've never said it uh, on a recording on a podcast like this, is that you need to understand that uh, the demon that we call Satan, that sinful, nasty spirit that he is uh he knows the bible bible better than we do uh, and he uses that against us so as you're reading and as you're meditating and as you're understanding things just remember the, the battle we're up against knows the, the writings of god better than we'll ever know the writings of god until we see him face to face so kind of understand that that maybe the devil's involved in that a little bit on making us want to bring god down to us mm-hmm. because that's where he wants god is down here, and that's not going to happen. Um, but I know the end of this story, and God wins. Um, so we can be uh, we can be happy in that, and we can be rested in that. We can have joy in that, and most of all, we can have peace in that. Not only today, but tomorrow, the next day, and from the day forward until the good Lord returns to take us home to Him. So there is there is good news uh, uh, that it's coming. And we need to get that out there. And we're going to continue on the the series that we're in. The the next series or the next episode I think I've got coming down the pike is is I'm going to be telling you a a miraculous story in my life that that happened. Uh, I have a few of those uh, that God has blessed me with. Uh, I I don't know that all of them started out as blessings, but they all ended up as blessings. Uh, God knew what he was doing, but there's some things that I want to say and, and give you a little bit of a personal side of some things that have happened in my life. Uh, I was uh, saved and, and came to know the Lord at 16 years old. So uh, I tell people uh, I was saved at 16, but I didn't start walking with the Lord till I was 22 um, because that's when he got a hold of my heart and took me a different direction. So uh, I want people to know that and I want them to hear a little bit of that story so that they know um, a little bit more about me, and, and maybe uh, after we get through with that, we'll have another guest in, whether it be a pastor again or not, because I still like this. Uh, I like this back and forth. I don't like the, the just being in a room by myself. So uh, maybe we can do some things to, to make that better. But in closing there, Pastor, please uh, tell everybody goodbye. All right. It was wonderful to be with you, an honor to be with you today. Uh, you know I have an awful lot of respect for you and your uh, biblical knowledge as well, but 
uh, in so many ways. But it's been uh, great to be here. I do enjoy this. And it's just another chance that we have to bring glory to God and to tell people that there is hope and that hope is, is found in him and always shall and that whether we want to or not, you can't change the truth. So, um, but I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to come here and do this. And if you so choose, I'd, I'd love to be with you again. I, I love this. And, I, yeah, I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed this, and I thoroughly enjoy our time always. Uh, um, Pastor and I do talk. We're, this is not the only time we see and talk to each other, but uh, we have a lot in common, uh, and that's God. Amen. In <laughs> uh, our faith in God. So uh, we share that faith as, as brothers in Christ. Um, but the other thing that, that we need to understand, too, is is that in this, that uh, when you have a faith as we have and you fellowship in that faith, it makes it so sweet. Um, uh-huh. And everybody that knows me, and if you're out there and listening and you know who I am, you know what I'm saying is true. When I get to talk about God, I can uh-huh. do this all day long. Amen. I love talking about God. I get passionate and because I love my God and what he's done for me. And that's some of the little bit of the stories that I want to be telling down the road here is is, is what God's done in my life um, that just shows me that love that he has for me and why I want to give him that love back and that praise and that honor and glory. But in the meantime, it was good to have a pastor here with me. Uh, and don't forget, as always, uh, truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. And folks, listen to me. Be of good cheer, brothers and sisters in Christ. Our path has been sealed and our future is foretold. We win in the end, and praise God for that, because that's the only uh, hope that we have in this world today. I uh, hope you've had a good time listening as we, uh, we've we gone forward and that we move forward into some important truths uh, of God. And uh, as always, uh, in that be of good cheer, may God bless you and keep you always. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great day. <laughs>